welcome to Fusion Fast Forward. We're building a bridge between the recent online retailer Fusion event and the in-person online retailer event in July in Sydney in partnership with online retailer Nora Network and Mouth Media Network in New York. I'm Mark Rako. So pleased to be joined today by Nick Antonopoulos. He is the general manager of business sales at Australia Post. And he's here to talk about supporting small businesses across Australia. Thank you so much for joining, Nick. It's great to have you here. Good morning, Mark. And it's certainly a pleasure to join you and uh, talk about a topic that's uh, dear to my heart and, and I guess dear to the hearts of a lot of our small to medium business customers in, here in Australia. Absolutely. Well, you know, I already realized what a, you know, Australia Post is such a partner to businesses. I really, I talked about this with Silvio Giorgio. He and I had a great chance to talk about all things delivery experience. And you really, Australia Post is such a, such a true partner to businesses. Uh, not, I wouldn't say you're a vendor. I would say you're a strategic partner in many ways. And as the predominant parcel delivery business in Australia, You've got access to some incredible data-led insights on how Australians live and shop. Insights that really have never been more important than they are today. We're still seeing the ongoing impact of the pandemic, right? With the recent lockdown in Melbourne, a reminder that it is definitely still here. So, Nick, tell me, uh, given that you partner with so many small businesses, how do you think they've managed the past I don't know, 14 months. Thanks. It's certainly been a crazy uh, period for here in Australia, like around the world. Uh, and uh, for a lot of our small to medium businesses, it really was a very challenging period in the initial days and also a challenging period for us because we've had to quickly adapt our business models to all of a sudden cater for volumes that were 50, 60 at one point, 160% increase in volumes. And you know, it's, that's, that's a challenge for us, and we had to make a lot of changes. Imagine trying to manage, on an annual basis, the delivery of 400 million parcels and capturing data on all of these parcels. Thank you, Nick. Well, you know, watching the rapid evolution of how Australian retailers are doing business is, is really incredible. And, you know, you mentioned Australia Post Focus on supporting the small business, about being a part of, of the community as a true, an organizer, a, a, a massive and critical link in the chain. And really, you're, you're kind of everywhere. You're, you're pervasive and, and you are threaded throughout the tapestry of Australia and certainly the business community as well. Do you have any examples in particular that, that you could share of sort of illustrating that? No, absolutely. Um, a lot of small business, when they do start off and uh, quite often the first port, the, the first entry or engagement with Australia Post is probably a local post office. And uh, as they grow, um, quite often they need extra services or how do they support the online business? So we've, we saw that as an opportunity. So 
we brought to market a, an interesting small business offer to help our customers in small business called My Post Business. That was an offering that was really designed to help small businesses become more productive in the way they prepare their parcels for delivery and also provide them some really efficiencies in terms of and also um, financial benefits by recognizing their volumes and providing bigger discounts. So my post business has become literally a core part of the way we support small businesses and making them more efficient as well as saving them some money. And uh, the growth the growth in that has been phenomenal. Um, in the last 12 months, we've increased now up to now close to 145,000 customers using this new service. And that's up 100% on the previous year. And because you know, small business realizing, God, I, can, I don't have to rush down a post office every time I've got a parcel. I can, this is all online. You can come pick up my parcels. Oh, this is fantastic. So you know, that's an example of what we did to help our small businesses really take advantage of the online. Because as, as we said, online increased volume significantly. Now, Small business didn't have the time to rush down a post office every time they had a parcel delivered. So we took all that off their hands. You know, they didn't have time to handwrite a label. No, my post business does that for you. So really making them effect but productive and to be able to meet their customers' needs. And and we took off, you know, and that system really helped that, a lot of our small business as we saw in the volume of customers that embraced it. The degree to which you are embedded in the communities as we talked about the number of places you touch the sheer volume of businesses that you have a connection with there's no avoiding collecting data based on those experiences and obviously there's the different reports that you put out and you make public through australia post that share those insights and and give some clarity on how this you know, data is not just collected, but how it can be utilized effectively. What are the different ways from a a business strategy standpoint that Australia Post is communicating this and making sure not just it's put out in reports, but that it can move into action? I think it's an important part is how, how do we communicate these opportunities? And I guess uh, one example is what we're doing at the moment with yourself is and bringing customers along who have seen these opportunities have taken advantage so one of the, you know one of the things we we understand about small to medium businesses is you know they love to learn from each other we are actually also joined today by adam Karens. he's the owner of the scent lab in victoria to support what uh, you're saying today nick uh welcome adam thank you mark thanks for having me the the, the scent lab uh why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and definitely about your your business? Of course. Uh, I am the owner of the Scent Lab. Um, so we have been operational for near on three years now. Um, we, I, I started the business as a uh, side hustle, I suppose you could, uh, you could call it. So I was still working full time, um, decided that I wanted something on the side to grow myself. Um, I was working fly in, fly out Monday to Friday um, and started off by making candles uh, on the weekend. So um, the reason I started off into candles, I had no idea how to make a candle at all. Um, just my my uh, housemate at the time uh, used to pay 50 or $60 for a candle. She'd drive half an hour to get it. 
Um, so it actually started off as a as a bet that I could make a better candle for a more efficient price, I suppose. Um, so yeah, I, I started off with um, about four fragrances, ordered in a bit of wax, was just doing it in the kitchen at home, um, sold to my housemate, sold to some friends, sold to some family, um, did a couple of market stalls at the local um, Geelong market um, and did pretty well there. Um, and then started expanding the range into reed diffusers, more of the, I suppose, the easier stuff um, that is very much oversaturated um, due to COVID at the moment. Um, but I suppose I got a front foot in, um, you know, near on three years ago. So had that time to kind of establish the customer base. Um, from then, I um, opened up a pop-up store in uh, Rory Street in Geelong. So it was just a little... Um, 75 square metre shop, um, very minimal overheads. Um, I was still working full time at that point in time. Um, so had a staff member in there with um, candles, reed diffusers, body washes, um, probably branched out to about 12 different fragrances at this point um, and then progressed from there. So there were there were days where we did $80 in store and I was you know obviously behind. Um, there were days where we did really, really well, um, but it gave us the opportunity to also focus um, on our online presence. Um, with myself working full-time, there's no chance that I could have fulfilled online orders at all, um, or if I did, it was on the weekend. So instead of the, the seven-day turnaround that we had, we were able to fulfill the order straight away. Um, so I would still you know, come home and, and get off the plane at 11 p.m. on a Friday night and then spend Saturday and Sunday making the products for the store, um, which was 18-hour days weren't, um, weren't very irregular. So put in the hard yards at the beginning and obviously it's, uh, it's paying off now. So from there, we made the move into a major shopping centre in Geelong, um, the biggest one in the heart of Geelong called Westfield. It was a massive step up for, for us um, going from paying, you know, $25,000 a year in rent to $160,000 a year in rent was um, a, a massive, um, massive thing for me. Um, but I felt that the business was ready. So I had that in the works and um, decided that it was time to quit my full-time project management job and, and focus on the business myself. I imagine um, you were burning the candle at both ends. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, definitely. I just couldn't uh, resist. <laughs> definitely. Uh, yes, no, definitely. We were. It, it was. It was hard. There was. Uh, there was a lot of times where there was, you know, negative bank balances. Where I was, you know, interstate in a in a hotel room for work, and you know, worrying about what I was going to have for dinner. But it's all part and parcel of the business journey, I suppose, and it's all paying off now. So, um, yeah, we made the move to to Westfield and just tried to generate some more foot traffic, saw, saw the, um, the the expensive rent as kind of a, an investment, an advertising investment um, for our bricks and mortar store. Um, we had a, a very strong online presence already um, through Facebook predominantly. Um, we have a, a, a Facebook group set up where we have, at the moment, we have 23,000 customers in there, um, which um, the group allows interaction between customers, interaction with myself, 
um, which builds rapport with the customers and um, also gives them exclusive sales, exclusive discounts and genuine customer feedback for any new customers um, as well. So it's not very often that um, with an e-commerce business you can, aside from reviews on the website, there's, there's not a lot of other opportunity for customers to see how genuinely happy um, other customers are with their products. So that's a very good tool for us as well. Uh, before, before we go on with more of the, the business journey uh, and, and you know, intersecting with the things that the Australian Post does and so forth, uh, Adam, I, I want to know um, how does what the journey that you're on right now with the business uh, connect with what you wanted to, what you envisioned you wanted to do when you grow up when you were just a young chap? This has absolutely nothing to do with that. I actually, um, I actually went to uni and studied accounting. Um, uh-huh. Funnily enough, um, I at the end of my four-year degree, I decided that I couldn't be that type of person that sat in front of a computer and crunched numbers. So I had to be hands-on, um, which is kind of where I, uh, why I led into the the project management um, kind of role. You know, being hands-on, sure. setting up the actual store myself. Um, so sense. yeah, no no correlation whatsoever. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing though. I imagine in one way. That was a huge advantage for you because there's so many entrepreneurs that are just so careless with their books. They don't even understand what they need to do. It has massive implications, everything from taxes to just tracking even how your business is doing, making decisions, strategic decisions like like we're talking about here. Uh, you, you can't you can't know how to play the game if you don't know where your piece is on the board. Definitely so right. You, and I think um, I, I spent 10 years um, in retail before I moved into project management, um, doing various roles, you know, working up to, to store manager. Um, I did some regional manager jobs. Um, at one point, I was the go-to guy for fixing up stores. So if there was a, an underperforming store, I would get flown over to Western Australia to fix that store up, get their sales back up to track and then um, move on to the next store. So I, I, I feel as though that kind of experience has um, has definitely given me the insight and the the knowledge on how to run a business effectively, um, how to, you know, our, our products um, are visually appealing. So the merchandising standards um, and the overall customer experience as well, um, all of that kind of put together has given me the knowledge to, to grow the business as quickly as what it has and, and to keep up as well. Um, a lot of businesses, you know, we we do in excess of $2.5 million a year just three years into into the business. So for a lot of people to um, kind of keep up with that and adapt to the change of, of COVID and a lot of other things um, would, would be very challenging. Um, and I feel like that knowledge has allowed me to, to be able to take that on and, and action um, plans ef- effectively. Let's talk about that. How how has your business reacted? How have you reacted to the pandemic? You know, when you mentioned earlier about the strength of your online business in terms of your overall business portfolio, I the first thing that I thought of is that must have positioned you better than a lot of your competitors to weather something like a pandemic uh, as, you know, just because you could actually meet the customers where they were. Uh, how, how, have you, how have you dealt with the pandemic? 
the pandemic initially was very challenging for us. Um, as I said, we we signed a 12-month lease with Westfield um, at $160,000 a year rent um, in September. The COVID uh, outbreak kind of hit hardest in Australia in April, so we were only six months into our tenure. Um, we decided just due to the nature of our business, you know, everyone wants to smell um, our products. So that is very high risk for us um, to remain open for a, a COVID outbreak. Um, so we decided, I literally decided on a Friday afternoon that I was going to close the store um, and move everything into our warehouse and focus on online only literally with 24 hours notice. So um, it was, the hardest part was being locked in a lease um, with no support and uh, financially or any other kind of support. Um, we were only ever stage three lockdown, which there wasn't a, um, a responsibility for for the um, the landlords to do anything. But for a small business um, at that point in time, we were eighteen months in um, to absorb an eighty thousand dollar rent cost um, with a store that wasn't open was um, was a big hit. So that's kind of the only negative that we experienced during COVID, um, but we were very fortunate enough to have that online presence and we transitioned like I would never have imagined. Um, the team that I have is was amazing. It, absolutely everyone got on board that Friday night and Saturday to, to basically rip everything out of Westfield and move it on into our warehouse um, and we transitioned to online only. So just as a, um, I suppose we're talking a lot about data. So in May, so the, the first month that we um, were, were in lockdown, we experienced an 1100% growth online for the month of May. So That's it? Yes, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Fell a little bit short of expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you get to 1150, but you know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we were we were very fortunate there to to have that backing, and I think that our um, I suppose our area um, of expertise um, and our products um, is something that people um, treat themselves to. So when people are locked indoors, you know, Victoria was in lockdown for a, a very long period of time um, with people wanting to, um, you know, they don't have, they've got the disposable income, they can't go out for dinner, they can't go to the movies, they can't do any extracurricular activities. So why not trade ourselves to a bath bomb, some candles and um, have a bit of a, a, a day spa day at home. So um, I feel like that really um, catapulted us um, and, and asserted our position in the market um, very well um, just because we had that opportunity. So we were very, um, very fortunate to be one of those businesses that experienced massive growth during COVID due to our online presence and our ability to adapt um, literally at the drop of a hat. Well, that that's it right there. Forgive me for the very blatant pun or perhaps analogy, but, you know, it takes a lot of work to keep the flame, the flickering flame from going out. And you kept the flame, but you kept the flame alive. You know, I'm, I'm not just trying to be funny here. You get that flame was flickering from some someone else blowing on it, not you guys. And you yep. figured out a way to move that candle away from that force and somewhere else where it could burn really maybe brighter into an oxygen rich environment, if you will, to make it burn Correct. bright. Okay. Analogy over. So, uh, 
So let me let me switch topics slightly uh, and throw back to Nick here. Nick, uh, Adam, um, you know, has um, mentioned his success. You know, I was thinking of of my post business here. Uh, is that available to all businesses? Businesses like like Adams? Absolutely. Uh, I guess Adams is a classic example. Imagine when his orders went up eleven hundred percent, and if he was in the old school, we had to handwrite labels. You know, imagine the actual workload and efficiencies of that. But my post business does all that and much more. And my post is available to small, medium, and we believe, and even some large customers see the benefit of having that sometimes as well. But it's certainly it's designed as a small business solution and providing all the features and benefits that you know, that most small business will need and and ongoing because obviously. The online space is changing. Customers' expectations are changing. So we are forever looking at our customers and saying, no, like Adam, what do they need more from my post? Yes, it's grown phenomenally and supports a lot of our small business, but what more do we need in there? And we are forever investing, and we know we'll talk a little bit more, but we're investing more and more to make my post really our really our go-to solution for small business when it comes to e-commerce. I mean, you can use my post business, not just domestically, right? I mean, or for domestic shipping, there's, there's an international implication to this too, right? And the benefit of international data too, right? Absolutely. All that flows in the opportunity for Australian businesses to go to expand internationally is huge. Um, we have a lot of small business that are grown internationally and uh, you know, that all can be done through my post because it's now got so many customers. We're forever looking. What else do we need to include in my post? You know, the changes now with Brexit. So how do we improve the information we need for our, for our customers to their customers? Because you know, the new tax implications out of Brexit. But so there's no doubt my post is a literally, literally a holistic solution that we see in terms of e-commerce to, uh, for our small businesses and some medium businesses to go domestically as well as internationally. Perfect. Uh, Adam, do you use my post business for most or all of your customer orders? I use my post business um, for all of our orders. We do offer do. a click and collect service for local people as well, but every single postage order goes through my post business. How, how did that decision get made? What led to that? Because I mean, that's a, that's a commitment to, yep. to process. Uh, where yep. did that come from? What was your sort of you know, experience that led to the decision saying, that's it, we're all in. I started off um, the business with OddsPost prepaid satchels, um, which are handwritten. Um, That was when our volumes were a a couple of orders a week, um, tops. Um, From there, I was visiting the local post office regularly um, and the girls there are absolutely amazing. Um, They spoke to me about, you know, if you get onto my post business, you're eligible um, this is how it improves. So they educated me um, on the benefits of my post business, um, the savings, the efficiency, um, and kind of a rundown on, on how it all worked. So um, based on the parcels that we were doing a couple of months into business, we um, we more than qualified for um, the my post business um, discount tiers. Um, so I think we started off at tier three um, when I originally signed up. At the moment, we are uh, tier five, which gives us a 40% discount on all our postage orders. 
purely from the volume that we send and everything just works so efficiently so you know nick touched on um you know the the um auto address the um integration with our website platform um just absolutely everything the 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 overall package and the customer experience the customer journey um is is amazing and i wouldn't go elsewhere this addresses two of the toughest commodities for especially smaller businesses, uh, money and time, the, the, the things that you run out of the fastest. Uh, Nick, this is a really compelling proposition. Uh, is, there, is there anything more that you can, any other insights you can lend to the kinds of discounts available? No, I think uh, <laughs> I think it's all been said. It's uh, It really is designed for small business to help them. As uh, really go from a very micro home office business to really set up setting up a warehouse and with more complex needs, and then as your needs become more complex, as Adam's business grew, you know, imagine if Adam had to handwrite every parcel today. Um, as I said, it just wouldn't work. My post business manages all that, and it provides incentives for the customer. Um, to be able to print all labels and a number of other features. So, and, and so that's, uh, we're very pleased with it. Um, we're very pleased with the feedback we're getting from customers. We're also pleased that we are investing a lot more because, as I said, businesses needs change. Our, our customers' customers are demanding more. So we're looking at what else, what else, what else we need. And because uh, my post business has become our core offering for small business and our, and and we're very very excited that it's it's going to get better and better but at the moment it's just it, without it i'm not sure how many small businesses will be able would have been able to meet the demands of of mm-hmm. uh, the pandemic last year what kind of savings are possible through uh my post uh, business uh, absolutely uh, it's it really is a volume based discount structure there are there are five tiers as Adam said, he you know he was able for through his volume started tier three, and uh, it can move up to tier four, tier five, and tier five opters on up to forty percent discount, which is significant as versus when uh, Adam started just buying parcels, prepaid and handwriting. So to a lot of small business, that's a significant savings in terms of financial savings that they they can use to offer uh, I guess a better uh, better incentive for their customers. For free shipping, um, and as we said, uh, so big savings and uh, and efficiency with uh, a lot of the other features. Adam, you know, Nick told us some of Australia Post's products and services intended to help small businesses. Did you utilize others of those when you transitioned online? How how have they helped you? Um, originally, I was using prepaid satchels, um, which for for myself um, being away full-time it was just easier for my staff to go down to the local post office and and buy the prepaid satchels in bulk um, the main reason that it, it's efficient for us is um, it integrates with our um, shopify website platform um, so it's um, as simple as you know clicking exporting the the data for the customers and then printing labels out um, 
putting them on the boxes, scanning them in through Shopify. So not only do they get a notification from OzPost that we've dropped it off, but they get a notification from us directly that their order has been processed through the system as well. So it, it's it's great in the way that it keeps the customer updated on where their parcel is. You, you mentioned Shopify being able to integrate with MyPost Business. For those who don't know, could you just quickly explain what Shopify is? Yeah, so Shopify is my website platform that we... Um, use basically it, it builds our website it gives us all the data it's um, it's what we process our orders through um, and Australia Post is a, a direct um, plug-in to um, Shopify um, meaning that the two work cohesively to make an, an overall package um, very very efficient. So Nick do you see many of uh, of your customers using platform partners like Shopify and and, and why is that useful? Thanks, Mike. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, Shopify is, is a very, very, very big platform for, you know, for a lot of businesses who want to have a website presence without a lot of the overheads of running a technology that, um, that supports that. And there's, there are others, uh, big commerce, other platforms called ShipStation, uh, Starship. But there are a number of platforms that can help small businesses become more efficient. And now our job is to make sure that we can plug into these platforms and provide that integration and not only provide the integration, but also provide the volume discounts so that when Adam uses Shopify and uh, we want to make sure that we recognize the volumes that come through Shopify and that is reflected in the discount structures that Adam has. So, and that's why the integration is important so that the volume discounts can flow through uh, to Adam's business. As so we do that to a number of other platforms because a lot of small businesses see some benefits in adding some of these other technologies to help them more, become more efficient. Our job is to make sure that we plug into these uh, platforms to ensure that we provide that seamless experience back to their, our customers' customers. What kind of insights into the delivery itself could you make given your role and expertise in the field, Nick? Um, obviously, uh, our core business uh, is really predicated upon that delivery experience. Um, as we said earlier, we have, we've really got an obligation to take these 400 million parcels from our customers and deliver it to their customers. And the most efficient way we can do that will impact the customer experience and the loyalty our customers have with their customers. So we have to look at every possible area that we can to make that delivery experience really as efficient and as customer-friendly as possible. And one of those is so that is our post the role our post offices play. As we said earlier, that we have just over 4,000 post offices and 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 also, which means that a lot of our customers have the opportunity to use these post offices for some of their customers as their first point of pickup, rather than you know rather than trying to send it a parcel to an apartment block that some customers won't be there. We can direct it directly to the post office, and then our customers can advise their customers. It'll be at the local post. So the role that we play in really delivering a really, really seamless customer experience through our post offices 
our lockers that we can have we have all over the country uh, which which gives us another 5000 collection points so all those work together to achieve one consistent customer experience of delivering and as consumers we want that delivery and uh, we bring in all our resources to help our customers with that delivery experience and i guess that's the that's the critical part and uh, sure. that i can say you know it's it's not every business that has two customers on the end of a transaction on both ends and you've got to serve both of them perfectly uh and when it goes wrong hopefully rarely it's a great there's great data there to learn from. And when it goes right, there's great data to learn from, frankly, for you and also for both sides of that customer equation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, as as we know, not it's not going to go perfect every time because the customer, our customer's customer not quite, is not there to take delivery. And we can't, as we call it, safe drop it because they don't allow us. So for them to know there is a safe hand, a local post office that can pick it up, or sometimes if their customers really understand their customers and certain customers have a high frequency of not being home during delivery times and there is no opportunity to just leave it, so then our customers have the opportunity to be able to direct their customers to choose a delivery point like a locker or a post office firsthand. And when that happens, their customers are much happier because they know straight away where their parcel will be and they don't have to worry about being home. So having that infrastructure to enable that to happen, it provides a huge bonus for our customers and the delivery experience that I deliver to their customers. Okay. Now, uh, Adam, I, I believe earlier in your business, every single shipment you made was right at the post office itself, right? Right through the post office. Um, okay. So, Nick, uh, is that is that common? Is that something you see with many small businesses? Um, absolutely. When uh, um as a small business begins, um, uh, typically they would do exactly the same thing. They'll buy a few satchels and not knowing exactly where their volume of orders will come and what with the volume of those orders. And, and the post office uh, has increasingly been trained to know more about. That's one of the things we've really rolled out is to be able to make sure all our post office understand that Yes, support our customers with satchels as they start, but as they grow, let's help them put them on my post business to give them the efficiency and the savings. And and that's working exceptionally well at the moment. And all our post offices are really embracing this and they understand. They understand that uh my post is the right solution that we should be recommending to our customers and and uh and and, and they can also bring it back here. They can, in other words, they can use my post. If they want, still want to come to the post office and lodge it, they can still do that. Uh, <laughs> which knows they can have the best of both worlds. Use my post and use the post office. I have one more question for each of you. Uh, Adam, your question is, how can people find the Scent Lab? 
uh, www.thescentlab.com.au or just put in a Google search, The Scent Lab, and we'll be the, uh, the, the top one. Yeah, or just follow your nose, I guess. Exactly right, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Thank you, Adam. And Nick, my, my question is, uh, you know, I know that uh, uh, recently uh, there's a new initiative the Australia Post has launched, the Local Business Heroes Program. How cool. Can you tell us more about that? Actually, I'm going to talk about two things that we've launched okay. the last 12 months. One is okay. called the Local Business Partner Program. And these are highly skilled uh, post offices that are really skilled and supported uh, by central office to provide local e-commerce guidance to customers. So there will be over 220 of these e-commerce skilled post offices. So they will have access to a variety of solutions to meet every customer need. So that was one initiative that has just really just grown and grown because we realize the important post offices, but we also realize the importance of upskilling their knowledge and access to solutions to provide the right solution to every customer, whether it's my post or a variety of other solutions that we have to meet every need. So that's my that's called the Local Business Partner Program. But we also, at the same time, we're looking how can we better support small businesses. And uh, we launched what we call the Local Business Hero Program. And uh, what's that about? It came through registrations and we looked at how we can really promote businesses in their local community. And so we've selected seven, 57, sorry, 57 um, small businesses that we call small business heroes. And we've given them what we call a, a heroes package, which is a value of around $5,000 um, to help them promote their business uh, in the local community. It's a variety of services from Australia Post that we're looking to, I guess, showcase these customers around what a great job they're doing in the in the local business because as we said earlier Australians have really embraced the concept of supporting their local business and the local business hero is another opportunity to support local business but also an opportunity for them to promote their business in their community and as I said 57 of them around the country that uh, are now on board and uh, they're doing a great job and we're supporting them to promote their business. I think this conversation was a mouthful. There was just so much information and so many insights and so much inspiration, frankly, about what's possible, both for businesses like yours, Adam, and, and what businesses can accomplish. And in terms of what Australia Post is uh, doing to help those businesses succeed. So uh, Nick Antonopoulos, uh, Adam Cairns, thank you both for joining. What a, what a great way to spend an hour. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. That's it for this episode of Fusion Fast Forward. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. I'm Mark Waco. Have a great day.